Hello, it's Friday. This is Dave Lindsay and Mark Santa Steven. You're listening to the Getting Into Games podcast. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we had our first interview with Tom Hines, who is the creator of Supernova Smash. Supernova Smash. What? We'll get some good sound effects. No, I think we're good. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, Supernova Smash is a um, card game with an app component to it. And, um, yeah, we're just going to go right into our interview here with Tom, and then we'll talk a little bit about, like, our experience playing it afterwards. So, enjoy. Here's Tom. Well, Tom, it's great to see you. It's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. You're the first interviewer on uh, the Getting Into Games podcast. How does that make you feel? It's a huge honor. Wow. No, it's wonderful. I'm really excited. I've been listening to you guys, and it's been uh, wonderful to hear how you guys talk about games, and I'm really excited to be able to have a conversation and talk about game stuff some more. That's yeah. Great. Yeah, we're definitely excited to talk about the game. We've been having a blast with uh, Supernova Smash. Fantastic. And yeah, so, all right. Thanks yeah. so much for sending it to us. Um, oh, it's yeah, my pleasure. It's very kind of you. Um, how are you feeling getting ready to uh, you know, get this thing going? At this point, it's been in the works for so long that I'm, I'm just really, really ready to get it out there. But uh, uh, there, it's such a huge machine to run a Kickstarter, so I, I, I do want to do it right, and there's... Lots of things I want to just make sure are perfect before it goes out, but uh, but it's it's been it's been great. It's been fun to have a game get more and more stable and and get more and more positive feedback. So at this point, it's it's just fun. Every time I do a play test, uh, it's generally a very positive experience, and there's not anything that really needs to change. People are 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 just gung ho about having what the a experience good time. Is so far. Yeah, yeah. Which you you couldn't ask for more when you've got a game going out. That's awesome. How long have you been yeah. working on the game? Oh man. Uh so I've wanted to make a hybrid video phone game slash tabletop game for a few years now. I've been coding since I was like a kid, like twelve years old or something. So that that's always been something that I uh, I have thought to kind of play around with. Um but then uh after grad school when I had several game design classes, I went to Parsons and they have a really uh, pretty strong game design program there. I more seriously considered what it would be like to make a game of my own. And I feel like because I have some of these other skills, I thought it'd just be fun to see how they'd be incorporated. And then, you know, just over the course of the last couple of years, finding more and more inspiration from different types of games, different ideas that come up during my game design classes uh, have all led me to kind of think about this particular game. You landed and on so the Supernova Smash. Yes, yes. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. It didn't didn't start out as Supernova Smash, right. but uh, but here it is, and uh, I, I I think it's it's doing some stuff that I I hoped from the beginning, and uh, it's it's addressed a lot of the things that I learned along the way. It it has changed dramatically from the beginning, uh, which I guess you want kind of want to hope you you'd be open to in a design process, but uh, uh, that's definitely true for this. But it, in the in its sort of current incarnation, it's probably been about uh, eight or nine months uh, of of being 
this game and just lots of tweaks and adjustments at this point where I've been refining things and uh, and now here it is Supernova Smash. Yeah, well, I'm really excited to hear about the uh, the journey that the game went on for you. Mm, Before yeah. we dive into too far into that, uh, tell me a little bit more. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, who you are, where you're from, mm. uh, and yeah, anything else. We don't talk about our jobs, um, but that's because right, we right. yeah, that's because we're we're criminals. So <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah well, you, we got to keep some things exactly. Secret. Yeah, exactly. so we some things safe. Yeah, we got to we got to keep our ourselves safe here from the law. Uh, but uh, course, if you're interested course. in telling us, you know, what you do, um, that's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not something we, we go near. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll be sure not to ask any questions about you guys throughout this interview. Uh, no, uh, I, uh, I, my primary job these days is, uh, I teach at Portland state I teach in the graphic design department there. And most of the stuff I teach is, uh, interaction design. Uh, so that's like making stuff for apps and websites. Uh, I have, uh, a pretty broad view of what that means, though. So I also teach a game design class. It's a tabletop game project, and and so students will be thinking through how do you how do you engage with people? How do you make something for someone that you can't just be there to explain it? Uh, how do you make a rule set? How do you make a game that kind of explains itself as they go through it? And there's some really interesting, fun challenges in cool. that kind of project. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been wonderful, and and, and like basically the effect has been that I've been having uh, year after year of these students making games and me just getting more and more jealous that it's been a while since I've made one. So uh, I'm, I, I just got a uh, tenure uh, a year and a half ago and I'm on sabbatical and I thought, okay, what I'm going to do with my year off is, is make this game, yeah. get it out there and really put my time into this. And it, it's funny, it, you'd think that you'd have uh, more free time on a sabbatical year, but I, I've probably been working twice as hard as I do during sure, the school year. Sure. This is, That's because it's, a, it's no a passion project. Yes, so it's yes, like really yeah. when I have that moment, that's what I want to be doing, putting my energy towards. Yeah, and it's pretty wonderful to be able to have something that you not only are really excited about and interested in, but have the, the time to work on. That uh, I've had tons of passion projects over the years that have just sort of languished because you know you can put in a few hours here, a few hours there, and then months go by. And uh, it's been really wonderful to be able to put in more than full time on this project for. Uh, I guess going on eight months now, and uh, it's 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 moved along a lot better than any of my other projects because of that. Yeah, but uh, I so I I teach at Portland State, uh, and I uh, also kind of do websites and apps. In the rest of my time, I kind of like my research work is is creating interfaces and coding stuff. So all of the things that I have brought to the game are things that I've been doing professionally for 15 years at this point uh, or longer it, it depends on kind of which aspect you're talking about but culmination of all your skills coming together yeah. to work in in one game yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I, I i it's probably not too many people who can do the code and the design and have a kind of a, a game design background also but uh you know it's also I, I, I get to work on something really fun all day. My, my job is basically playing games and, and, and thinking of new ways to make my games weirder and cooler. So uh, it, it couldn't be much better of a job. It sure beats like working in a sulfur mine or right, something. Right, right. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. Or organized crime. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Well, you know, some people have different <laughs> interests. I, I'm not going to 
No, ruin that for yeah, anyone who sure. might be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, tell me a little bit more about your, um, uh, how you got into games. How, like, you know, mm. from, you know, when, when did it start for you, whether that's as a kid or as an adult? Uh, for me, I got into board games playing chess with my dad. Um, oh, nice. So we played chess back and forth since I was very young. Um, and I got, like, pretty good at it. Um, mm. and we, we would do some like tournaments and touring and stuff like that. And, uh, I had a couple, I had, I had a couple trophies. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, impressive. I, would, I mean, I, there, there's, you know, there's levels to chess, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. and there's so you're one step below grandmaster. Yeah. Yes. What you're saying. yeah. So I, <laughs> I didn't break into like, you know, s- certain levels of it, but I, you know, I could, mm-hmm. I could, uh, you know handle people in my communities <laughs> uh, or i could uh, yeah well you know what you, yeah you don't have to beat bobby fisher no. as long as you could beat like all the kids in your all class my friends yeah. i could beat all my friends yeah. yes exactly that, that, that's braggable right yeah. there uh, you you could definitely beat me i'm i i chess is fun but uh, it basically just looks like uh utter chaos all the way up until someone says checkmate it's always going to be the other person saying checkmate but uh yeah it's it, i i that sounds great it's so nice to have that uh that that personal experience to kind of get into that uh i don't think i have any one particular thing i just happen to be a nerd who happened to have a lot of nerd friends my my social circle was just uh people who on weekends would play video games in one of our basements or uh i I think probably one of my favorite games still is uh, a, a game called great del moody which is a card game it's a little bit like presidents and assholes uh, but uh, our friends would get game nights together for this all the way back into junior high. And we had one game night. We actually had a game going nonstop for over 12 oh, hours. Yeah. And people would drop in and uh, hop out. And that was that's that's the memories that, that, was, that stick with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's and then, awesome. of course, that was the same night that we also you know had brought over like seven computers and had a LAN oh. party. So whoever wasn't playing <laughs> Del Moody was probably playing counter-strike oh, or something yeah. like that's that amazing <laughs> yeah yeah so we were just nerds of all stripes uh well except for like nerds who had girlfriends we weren't those right. kinds of nerds <laughs> but, uh, uh, <laughs> but uh it was it was kind of just a, a cultural thing i think to to be invested in these things mm-hmm. uh we had a lot of common interests and a lot of them centered around games uh, kind of finding finding some time to play games totally. together yeah totally yeah yeah, and then as as I got older, I feel like uh, games have become kind of grown in popularity as I've branched out and found other groups to interact with. And now we've got much more casual games, much more social games mm-hmm. that are less about strategy and rules and, and winning and more like the, the game you guys Is talked about last time. Is everybody having a good time? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, to a large extent, a lot of my favorite games at this point are games that uh, either create a more interesting experience mm-hmm. it aren't necessarily about uh solving some po- puzzle or or trying to beat the system but more about mm-hmm. uh figuring out how to interact with the people around you a little bit more or uh, learning about each other or just uh having that be a vehicle for having a positive experience with people you like and love yeah and not necessarily it being the entire goal itself well i can say i've never interacted with other players at at a game quite like i have in supernova smash yes oh really (laughs) okay yes 
It's a very yeah, yeah. high energy experience. High energy, very unique play experience. Uh, and we tried a couple oh, different great. ways. We tried it um, one-on-one because mm-hmm. pretty much anything that can be tried one-on-one, we we will do one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we tried one on one. That was the first time we played it, and it was like, "All right, we got to figure out how this game plays." Uh, and uh-huh. and we it clicked. You know, there's like a moment. Oh, good, there's good. a moment where it's like, "All right, I got these cards, uh, and we got this app." Is you know, we connected here, and then, all right, what's what's going to happen? It was the first time, and it's mm-hmm. like, I think you put some of this in your like uh, promotional material, or your your documentation in the in the rule book. Where it's like. <laughs> Okay, then you're ready, but then you're like, you're not ready. <laughs> or yeah, something like that. It's so true. It's so true. Because I'm like, okay, yeah. let's go. And then it's like, go. And so we like start playing cards, and it's like, okay, okay, I see how this is flowing a little bit. And then it's like, nope, we're doing something else. Now you got to pick up your phone and, and do this crazy thing. And I was like, no, I was not expecting this. And then each time you come into a new, especially that first experience playing it, you come into a new interaction um on the phone it's like what am i doing i i don't know yet and you're both figuring it out at the same time and um that was that was a great experience the first time that we tried it and then we mm-hmm. tried you know a larger group setting and then everyone's arms are flying across the table <laughs> and it's like no you yes. can't put that there mine says stop mine says stop um and then you gotta like they're like oh no then you gotta sort it out and um mm-hmm. so yeah like it's a really unique experience uh and for you to say you know that's that's the thing that uh you know interests you in games mm. that really comes across in how this game is played Oh, that's wonderful to hear. Yeah, I, I, you guys are actually some of the first people I'm talking to about it who I wasn't part of the playtest, or sure. even just in the room, even if I sort of let other people have it and say, how do, how do you think it works? Um, it's still a very different experience when you can just be your unfiltered selves. And to hear that that's, that, that experience was kind of similar to some of the things I've seen, and is definitely what I was going yeah. for, uh, the, the, that sort of chaotic, frenetic feeling of... Of always being just kind of a little bit behind is is something I always found kind of fun and interesting in certain games. Um, I, I think, and I don't know if this is something that you experience after you've played a few rounds, but that you realize, oh, the points don't matter too much. You want to win, and you want to not lose points, but at the same time, uh, it's more about just kind of getting through it's getting it through and, as quick as you can yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and and the, the going out first even if you get really messed up with all the, the damage or something you're going to still have as much fun yeah as if you were playing more methodically but you, you realize pretty quickly playing methodically isn't isn't the point right right it's a space uh, race <laughs> yeah strategy kind yes, of goes yes. out the window oh uh, yeah as soon as you're like you might think like oh yeah i definitely got a strategy here and that just kind of goes out the window mm-hmm. when you start playing it starts with like, your yeah. hand right like you look at your hand and you're like okay i see the numbers i have here i see what's in front of me i see what's over there like okay i'm gonna start i'm gonna do this and that's the okay. end of it once you go through that first hand then it's like okay what's going on i gotta think and react as quick as i can yeah well the two player yeah. two player option we were kind of it's kind of like okay we could just look at each other's mm-hmm. 
devices and Let's it worked track pretty of. well. Yeah. And then when we had uh, a larger group, we had five people? Six. Six mm. people. So, yeah. Oh, six. Yeah. So had, That's a pretty good, uh, good group. It, it was crazy. Because <laughs> yeah. then at that point, you're like looking around, you're like, who's open? Who can I put cards on? And uh, you're like ignoring whole groups of people that end up having like no cards on their, yep. uh, uh-huh. their yep. file. So, uh, yeah, it was definitely interesting to uh, to play with a large group after after just trying. Oh, uh, exciting! Yeah, yeah, it it changes it quite a bit, and that's something else that I was really excited about making uh, an app component of it, sort of as the the game master, is that the app actually will change and the balancing as more people mm. get added or as the people drop out. So it will encourage more one versus one or two versus two or or free-for-alls depending on how many people are in the game okay. and how many people have dropped out. So at the end, it's actually uh, really tries to get people to get through their cards as quick as possible. But at the beginning, it's it's trying to set up more varied uh, interactions between people just so that you don't end up always playing on the same people. But yeah, sometimes sometimes people just end up being targets. Oh, yeah, no matter yeah. Where. yeah. Oh, well, sure. I think it's also like proximity. You're like, well, I'm right across from this person, so I'm gonna just uh-huh. gonna. You're at the other end of the table. It's gonna be harder to reach you down there. So yeah, uh, but that's that's yeah. cool to hear. Like that, yeah, just the thought process, everything that has to go into it. Um, yeah. To like figure those kind of little details out. Right. Well, and and, and I, I I you know knowing that you guys have kind of have been thinking about making games and stuff like yeah. that. And that the big part of you doing this is, is just your, your deep interest in how these things are made and how they're formed and how all the pieces fit together. Uh, there's a million things when it comes to making any game. Right. But, uh, but uh, I think one challenge that I wasn't expecting when I got started with this thing was how difficult it would make it to have an app component. Oh, yeah. That's, not just going to be telling you, okay, it's your turn now, but one where you have to be paying attention to it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. <laughs> there, there were some early versions, and I'm sure even at this version, there were some times where you just didn't even notice if someone was, uh, t- oh, if yeah. their phone said go or hold. Right, oh, yeah. exactly. And you might even play through like two or three rounds without even really looking. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the, the earlier versions were even worse. There's a reason why the green is so bright yes. and flashing why the red doesn't flash and why the buttons used to be much smaller and it used to have a lot more information on there and i've had to basically take away everything on the screen besides green or red and go or hold mm-hmm. yes uh, because people just were not able to yeah process that much information all at once they either were looking at the phone or they weren't and you had to basically get all the information out of a glance without being able to really look at it closely until the round was over mm-hmm. right our brains can only handle a couple things at once, and it doesn't do that even very well. Totally. Yeah, especially when you're trying yeah. to do it quickly. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. You're trying to be the first one out of the gate, and you're like, I'm going to put this card. You're like, I can't do that. So, yeah, it was definitely. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I mean, everything that you guys have mentioned were things that were added in over time as ways of, of keeping people a little bit off balance. But I've had to find that, that where that where that balance point is, that uh, there have been times where basically people, just the game was unplayable. They couldn't even do anything because they were absolutely struck by having to make two strategic decisions right. in, in some versions. Right. I was really trying to make people have uh, significant consequences in their in their turns. Mm-hmm. And and at this point, the only consequence is that zero card. So right. the cards go from zero to five, and the zero is damaged. So all the other cards don't really matter, but you definitely can think enough sometimes to stay away from zero. Right, right. But it's it's basically you can all you can three. handle. 
you know, uh-huh. you stick yeah, two, thinking, three, like, four, and like try and keep yourself uh-huh. like right around there. But uh-huh. af- after a little while, that's just gonna. Yeah. It's and even that's easier said than done. Totally. It's sometimes so hard to pay attention to all the things. And if you want to play offense and defense, yeah. You're... Yeah, yeah. Take us through um, um, a little bit of the journey that mm. this game went on from, uh, you know, the first... Co- I, I know, like, the idea... It sounds like the idea for you was connected to the app from pretty much from the beginning, um, having it kind yeah. of interactive and still having this, like, physical component to it. Um, and how did it go kind of from that first idea into what's become Supernova Smash? Like, you're saying, yeah... There's only, there's only six cards types. Yeah, That's it yeah. in the whole deck. It should be simple, right? Yeah, it's the whole thing. Yeah, um, I love that. By the way, yeah, um, like I, oh, I like the first time I pull it out and I, I flip through it and I'm like, wow, I really like that. This is all I'm looking at here. Like, hmm. and uh, but yeah, go on, t- take us a little bit through that that journey for you and and you know maybe like you said earlier, you were like it did not start as what it ended up. No, no. Uh, just a fun little fact. For probably about two months, it was titled Space Dicks. Mm. Uh, because, uh, uh, but D-I-X, too. Okay. Family friendly, sure. absolutely. Sure. <laughs> my, my wife came up with that one. But uh, anyway, one. Uh, yes, yeah, because everyone's just being a, a dick and it's in space. But uh, yeah. it's uh, the, the game, I think, really started to come together as an idea uh, when I was playing a regular game of Dungeons and Dragons with some friends of mine. And I don't know guys if you guys have played much or Ooh. you guys are at least familiar with we it. We are just diving but, in and, yeah. and we're hooked. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, yeah. It's a really fun game and it's um, there's a lot of different flavors and there's a lot of different kind of RPG games out there that I think are taking those different elements and mixing them in different ways. And uh, the particular group I was in really loved to battle. And I think a lot of people, that's their favorite part. When you really get the dice rolling and you see the consequences of your actions, you're hoping for something, you do a critical, and yeah, oh, okay, yeah. good, everything's <laughs> fine. Um, and that was fun. There was those really strong emotional moments. However, sometimes they felt like they were really tempered by every once in a while. We'd have a, one, one of our uh, sort of most newbie players in our group uh, chose to be uh, a sorcerer. Mm-hmm. And like just... Every time she had to look through the, all the spells, mm-hmm. it we we all were trying to be helpful and we were all very patient. However, it definitely didn't feel like we were in a battle anymore. Sure. When yes. all of a sudden we started talking strategy and what was supposed to be a six second moment, right? Uh, we were you know like okay, well, what if you did this and go over here and if you do that and I can back you up? Like this is not actually what was going on in the field. It didn't feel like we were role playing anymore so much as a sort of directing from afar. Right. This, like I'm pretty sure they battle. would have attacked us by now. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And and I had uh, an interesting idea. This was before I, I thought of Supernova Smash of having uh, a version of a, a role playing game that had timers built in that sort of enforced this stuff. Not that you'd have six seconds, but that if you don't make a choice quickly enough, then you lose your turn or a, a consequence could happen. And, and that there would be a sense of urgency that matched the urgency that you should feel in battle. And I thought, okay, well, that, that could be really interesting. And I, I started programming a little timer for that. And I thought, no one wants to, everyone's going to hate me if I bring this. <laughs> so I just, I just scrapped that. Um, but uh, around the same time, in my game design class, uh, a student was creating a game. He just actually kickstarted this last year, a game called Katana, which is... Uh, it's a two-player card game, but it's uh, built around the idea of a, a 
samurai sword fighting duel where instead of hack and slash and you know you have a, a prolonged battle it's more about sort of reading your opponent and making one decisive mm-hmm. move and it's one slash or one defense and you try to anticipate in a certain way and uh it's like the mechanics it's like are pretty simple bushido blade the the yes. card game or the or, <laughs> yes yeah. exactly mm-hmm. like that yeah 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 and uh, it it i it's very abstracted, but at the same time, I thought this is a really interesting way to make you feel like you are actually in a battle situation. It's a pretty quiet game, but mm-hmm. just like the type of battle he was trying to go for, it's one where it's quiet up until the moment of decision, and then mm-hmm. the consequences are that you're dead or you're not, or you got hurt or you're not. And um, I just thought that that was a really interesting way of, of showcasing the experience of the narrative. Mm-hmm in a way that a lot of games maybe abstract away too much mm-hmm. or it's just it's just uh those are two different things the story is there to kind of like back up mm-hmm. the concept of what the game is and why you're making your choices but it doesn't really feel like you're there it doesn't feel like you're making the choice of the of the character in the game and so uh i i thought that maybe there was an opportunity to take some of these ideas and put them together and and when i thought of that i definitely was considering a space game from the beginning because my design skills are so weak and space is pretty easy to draw (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so uh space seemed like the natural fit Uh, and then uh just this idea of of a race race oh yeah big time yeah Yeah. and so like star wars and that kind of stuff and and i i thought how fun i've also played just a bunch of racing games Mm -hmm. over the years where you're careening into other people you try to force them into another lane or you try to force them off a cliff and uh, I, I just thought how much fun it would be to have a tabletop game that made you feel that way. Mm. And and that's kind of what I am was going for in uh, Supernova Smash is uh, forcing people to make strong reactionary moves. You don't have a lot of time to think. You don't always know what's going to come. You don't know who's going to be coming at your flank. But you got to play so, these cards. Yeah. But you got to play these <laughs> cards and you want to go faster than everyone else. And you have to react to their actions. You can't just play alone. Mm-hmm. You can't play in isolation. If, if someone does something on your pile, you have to try to get it away from zero as fast as possible. You have to try to drive other people into zero so that they are playing defense. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, the whole uh, retro video game feel that you get throughout the app was just something that, I mean, I, I've, I've got a lot of nostalgia for mm-hmm. that. But uh, it was just one extra element that allowed for the app part to feel meaningful and purposeful in the mm-hmm. game. And added another level of, of distraction and, and fun and chaos that uh, ended up being, you know, like a lot of people's favorite parts as soon as those elements got introduced. And so that that took on a, a bigger part of the, the game as, as time went on. Yeah, the uh, I'll tell you one thing that literally everyone at the table commented on was the music. Oh, and Yeah. Oh, I did not do that. I've been telling my sound guy every time I, I hear a comment like that, though. I've, I'm working with a composer yes. who, uh, he's been phenomenal about this kind of stuff, but that's so cool. Oh, yeah. I love they that soundtrack loved it. so it was, much. It's very good. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, that's one example of um, you working with a composer. When it comes mm-hmm. to game design, you can't do everything. No, no. <laughs> I know I'm so jealous of the teams that have... I, I, I partially out of necessity, I had actually uh, planned to work with an illustrator and the game was going to be a very different game at one point. Um, but uh, she just wasn't available at the specific time that we started working on things. And so I started just moving in a slightly mm-hmm. different direction. By the time she was available again, 
I, it, it just sort of had already turned into a game where the graphics were more simple and stripped down and what it is now. Uh, I'm, I've slowly been building back in gradients and layers and details that you, you'll see. And all the 3D stuff in the app came way towards the end. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely would not do this again on my own, <laughs> uh, especially if it was during the school year. If I didn't have mm -hmm. uh, basically 60 hours a week to be putting right. into it, there's no way that this could have ever gotten this far at this point. Right, right. So yeah, it's, it's a huge undertaking. Um, but uh, as far as the sound goes, I'm so glad you guys like that. I, one thing that I, I, I made a point to do is actually... I make it really uh, friendly for good speaker systems. If you haven't tried it yet, mm. play it through some Bluetooth Ooh. speakers. If you've got a sound system or something, uh, there's so much more depth than, that comes through on your little iPhone or Android speakers, and it's really fun That's to great. play. I've only done it once actually so far with my with my sound bar in my at home, and it sounds so fucking great. So does that? It's oh, awesome. Does it work if you yeah. do you do you pair like one device to it? And then mm -hmm. the other ones, they'll still do their do it like individually, but then it's just you've got one that's big, overpowering. Exactly. Room. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Exactly. It, the, there's one device that, and this is the, basically how the app uh, is set up to work automatically: is that music only comes through one, but sound effects come through all mm -hmm. of them. So mm -hmm. when your okay. phone okay. is set to go, you'll get the little alert saying, "Okay, it's your turn." Uh, when you finish your round and you hit the "I'm done" button. It will do your little victory mm. sound, but uh, but the music just so that it, you know if they were right. if they were off by half a it second, would, it'd be so it would be terrible. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it, yeah, yeah. It's it's already been kind of coded to automatically manage that, and yeah, you'd you'd want to just make sure that whichever computer is paired with the Bluetooth speaker just plays the music, and then uh, it's it's great. It's 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 really fun to hear all of the sound oh, yeah. like that Michael Bay sound when yes. you first get started. In the <laughs> That's round. great. It sounds incredible with you when you have a little bit of bass. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been fun working with that guy. In fact, uh, we we've still got some more sound effects coming up, and uh, we're we're still waiting to see how the Kickstarter does. But mm -hmm. uh, he he and I have already talked that if if it does well and he gets a little bit more money, he's he's already talked about possibly creating some alternate sound effects and uh, maybe even uh, an, an extra soundtrack or oh, two. Oh, that's cool. We're, Very cool. That'd be great. We're we're, we're really hopeful it does well enough that we. Uh, can all devote more time to this and uh, and have the the resources to really make this thing as, oh, yeah. as big and crazy and in depth as possible. Well, everyone at the table was commenting on it, so um, I think Excellent. you know any any more that he can he can do would be very exciting to me. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, um, uh, well, that's great. What was kind of the uh, experience so far in like building up to Kickstarter? Is that um been like a process in its in itself just kind of getting ready for that yeah oh absolutely i it's it's been hard to budget my time between uh doing play tests and making sure i get the word out to the marketing side i keep I'm, I'm still putting in several hours a week even though the game has been uh playable for months uh there's as, as you guys found you know there's there's still plenty of little bugs yeah. and quirks to, to be working out and i'm i'm still still working on that fortunately even if this Kickstarter is really successful next month, uh, it'll still be a few months before it goes out. So uh, at this point, it's it's I'd say ninety eight percent there. Uh, but I, I still have a few more things that I want to incorporate and a few more bugs to squash. But uh, uh, the Kickstarter side of it, though, ended up being something so much more substantial than I ever would have thought. I've I've assisted with other people's Kickstarters. I've uh, advised and consulted on uh, several different games actually that have gone on Kickstarter and maybe some of them didn't do it 
as in-depth as mm-hmm. uh, the professionals do, right. that some of the people who are really serious about uh, doing this. Um, but uh, there, there's just so much information that you have to know. And if you're really, really serious about it, uh, there's literally hundreds or thousands of hours of, of research, of, of looking into distributors yep. and fulfillment centers and contacting different uh, production companies and and making sure that you for instance getting your game in the hands of reviewers and making sure that you're uh communicating with everyone so uh, you know i'm spending probably 20 hours a week just just communicating with people to make sure that everyone is on board that i've got all the information i need um fortunately there's some really fantastic resources out there mm-hmm. uh uh, Jimmy Stigmeyer uh, from Stonemeyer Games mm-hmm. has an incredible blog full of that stuff. And then Facebook has been uh, just absolutely invaluable as far as finding groups of people who are like-minded, working through the same problems, or people who have already yeah. gone through this and have vast amounts of wisdom and suggestions and, and practical knowledge. Uh, but it's... Uh, I, I'm excited about when we're launching. Yeah. However, I'm also nervous. Uh, I, I, I basically am going to like shut all my windows, mm-hmm. no matter how nice the weather is outside. I just have to basically stay inside morning till night. I know that this is going to be good. I want this to, to do as well as possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm taking it very seriously, but uh, it's, uh, it's just going to be a, a, a lot of work. And yes. I'm, 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 I, I, mis- I underestimated it completely, mm. I think, up until <laughs> now. Well, I'm excited to hear, uh, you know, from you after the fact. We'll talk more, uh, and and you yeah. can sh- you can share your 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 tips uh, and all of that um, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for it, for it to get going. You're you're thinking it's going to be pretty soon, right? We're getting close to it now. Yes, yeah. So the date that I've set, and I'm not going to push it back. <laughs> I'm committing to this just so that uh, I, I I have no excuses. Uh, it's actually going to be St. Patrick's Day. It's mm. Tuesday in just a few weeks. Um, and uh, I've, I've got everything pretty much lined up at this point. I'm waiting for a few more reviewers to, to get back to me, and I'm still coordinating with some people, uh, but I've kind of got my print mm-hmm. information and, and the, the hookups in, in China all, all kind of arranged. Mm. I've, I've got the Kickstarter information all pretty much set to put up on the site i've i've yeah. got things ready. ready it's just a matter <laughs> yes. now of, of pulling the lever and and then waiting for the deluge to come and mm-hmm. take me away right, right. <laughs> yeah but uh, but uh yeah so that's uh i think march 17th i should know that by heart by now yes march 17th cool. is uh it's going to be when we go live how have you felt about building out awareness around the game in advance because we met on mm. Uh, you know, that most authentic of online communities, the Instagram. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, I mean, that was it. You know, he, mm-hmm, here we mm-hmm. are since then. We were a, you sent us the game. Very kind of you. And uh, we talked back and forth. And I mean, we kind of, you know, we liked each other's posts and kind of got some right, feel yeah, yeah. for personalities from that. Uh, but, uh, you know, you said you said Facebook. So it sounds like you've used some have you used some of Facebook to you know, get awareness out and Instagram. I know, um, we've built an Instagram over the last year and, Mm -hmm. um, that's a, that's a thing. Uh, you know, (laughs) I, I have feelings about social media in general and, uh, but, uh, you know, there's positives that come from it like this moment right now. Uh, but yeah, 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 tell us about, about that experience for you. 
I I just kind of what you were saying right there at the end is kind of how I've been feeling about it. That uh, it's it could easily be a mixed bag, but uh, I'm generally trying to choose to focus on these kinds of interactions. I've uh, never really been much of a social media person up until now, and I felt a certain obligation right. to to get out there because otherwise, how are people going to find out about this? That is the way people communicate these days, and and that's how that's how you can meet strangers uh, in 2020. So. Uh, it, it seemed like a necessity, but uh, that said, as someone who works online all day long for years and years and years now, I've always been resistant to it. And mm-hmm. uh, so far, my experience has been really wonderful, though. I, I, I found the community to be overwhelmingly positive and supportive. Uh, people are invested in something that is, I guess, inherently uh, fun right. and about community. Games are, are a yeah. great thing to be building uh, community around. Um, but, uh, I, I think I could probably be doing a lot more and a lot better. Uh, that that's, said, that's, I mean, when it comes to social media, like, is there ever a moment where you're like, oh yeah, I've done enough. This was this, right, I'm right. good. I'm the master. No, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I mean, every once in a while I'll see someone post like they've, they've reached, uh, 500 followers and I'm like, that's, that's incredible. That's great. That, that is a lot of people who know about you and follow you. And then, and then right below them like someone just reached 20,000 yeah. that's great too right. that's, that's it. <laughs> it's yeah, just, uh, these, these are always two posting that's uh, <laughs> yeah yeah well and and i think i i really appreciate and value that some people have uh loved this stuff so much that that is how they're wanting to spend their time that uh most most people even at that point aren't going to be making much or any money at this. This is going to be a labor of love. This is building a community that they are in some ways at the center of, but at the very least, you know, just like a very integral part of. And that's wonderful that that exists for people to be able to share what they love and to find other people around them that uh, seem to have some sort of connection to that thing. And uh, yeah, I, I I can only do as good as I can do. So I, I've definitely been cutting myself some slack on that. Uh, but um, I, I don't know, I, I've had such fantastic interactions with people and people have been unbelievably supportive. You guys too, it's just that, that when I'm making something just on my own for a little while and then finally get it out there to people who I've never met before and uh, not only are they saying nice things about it, but they're uh, inviting me on their podcast to chat for a little bit or, or they are, are telling people that, they don't know, and I don't know in person, never met in our lives, about this thing that I made. Like, two times removed, three times, four times removed, people are finding out about uh, about my game. And, and it's it's pretty neat. I've never had an experience where I've really put something out in this way. And uh, it's it's been unbelievably rewarding and, and really, really fantastic. I, I'm, if, if it doesn't get funded, if it doesn't go anywhere beyond what I've had so far, it's been a really great experience. And I've, I love that I've been able to participate in this in any way. Yes. Yes. And I mean, either way, I mean, we'll have the game. (laughs) 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 Most importantly. Oh man. That's well, good, good. Yes. Yeah. That's so funny. I'm excited for you. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for you. And, and, uh, yeah, people will, will be talking to, I mean, our, our podcast is new, um, and Mm. building an audience, you know, we're in the early stages of it. Um, and it's, this is our first interview, uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's all, you know, we're having a great time. 
all around. So, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be, you know, one of those things where it's like, oh man, I heard about this on the Getting Into Games podcast or, uh, you know, but, but hopefully, uh, uh, you know, continuing to do things like this and working together, uh, we can build success for one another. Uh, so that's really, you know, what we're trying to do here. Um, but I do have, I have another question for you. Um, sure. Yeah. Shoot. Um, this is kind of more of like a bigger picture, um, mm. stepping outside of your game. Uh, but, uh, we've been thinking, playing your game, been thinking about app driven games becoming much more mm. prevalent, um, in the game space these days with, um, there's journeys in middle earth. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. Journeys in middle earth. Um, and, uh, the new dark tower, uh, game. Yeah. Uh, have you looked into that at all? I, I saw it on Kickstarter yeah. that, that it, I mean, it's an incredible game on its own, but the, the app portion of it looks beautifully produced yeah. too. It's... Yeah. Um, what have you kind of, you know, that's a particular passion of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you see that kind of impacting games, uh, these days? And I don't, you know, I, I think we'll always have a certain, passion for you know just having you know the pieces the and boards and, and yeah and, yeah in front of us but uh mm. um you know what what changes does that bring to games and how, where do you see things going from here oh, that's a great question that's a great question i i am also a big fan of of the physical and the tactile stuff i the, the weight of a metal coin mm-hmm. or or you know being able to move something on the board and being able to really slam it when you're sitting like F you, buddy. Like it's there's something really yeah. uh, fun and 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 it feels a little bit more visceral and like it's you're actually expressing something more real when there's something physical. Uh, that said, video games can can bring out a lot of the same feelings. It's just coming from a different place. But I think my view on it is that the tools that we use should be as open as possible, and that we should be using the best tool for any particular job that we need and. Uh, I think I've I've moved away probably in in many regards from really heavy strategic games over the last few years. I I think whenever you're playing with mixed groups, it's really hard to get someone into a seven hour game, and so uh, I've I've found myself playing more casual games where people can learn it in five or ten minutes. And uh, I I think I'm just understanding and appreciating some of the really beautiful design decisions that can allow for something to be really immersive and still remain simple. Um, and one of the things that I think that's really challenging about a lot of games is that there's sometimes really complex systems at play. There's um, interactions between like the victory points and the gold and the cards and the board and the tiles and the meeples, and, and you have to manage a lot and it's a lot to understand how each one of those things works and it's even more it's exponentially more complex to see how they all work together and uh, that's one thing computers can do well and I think that's probably where I'd like to see apps go I don't want to just see them working into games for the sake of just having an app there because it's a it's a fun gimmick Um, but in the case of Supernova Smash and some of these other games sometimes it's really nice to have something that isn't a human being that is going to have to take time out of their game experience to manage something or to keep track of something or to do something um, that just feels like busy work. And like computers don't mind. Our, our fi- phones don't mind doing that kind of stuff. And so um, I think we'll probably see some of that coming about, that games that can have actually much more complexity than you would think right. 
seem simple and accessible mm. and, and uh, allow for you to do fun, complex things without having to um, take two hours to set sure. up a game or totally. to read a novel of a rule book or, or to you know, have to consult it every five minutes because you can't remember if this situation happened or this situation happened. It's, um, it's so much more fun when you can just play and you don't think about the fact that you're in a game. You're just having an experience with people that happens to be in a game. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great perspective. It's, it's, haven't quite thought of it that way. Um, mm. I think that is uh, the journeys in Middle Earth kind of, it functions as like your DM in some ways. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here's the map. Set up the board this way. Here's the encounters. Here's their, you know, how you, you'll have to fight these guys. So that's one one way that I was kind of looking at it. Oh, yeah, it's like, a you know, you've got a DM. Um, but in, in your case, Supernova Smash, it's very much like equal parts card game and app app driven mm-hmm. like it's they're they're fully integrated um you know you're you're it's it's one it's both of them at the same exact time um so it's yeah. it's not a card game that you could play without it and it's not an app that you could play without the card game um yeah and i think that's great in in the way that it's designed i think that's that's what you were going for is exactly mm-hmm. what what you get with it yeah, it, it took a, l- a little bit of, of triangulating that uh, there were definitely times where it was a little bit more of a video game, mm-hmm. and which point people were maybe a little bit more isolated. They weren't chatting with each other, doing things together. And then there were times where it was basically just a timer. Right. And, and and the timer was actually closer to what I was originally envisioning this thing being. But um, at that point, it still served better. The, 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 the only way I could come up with something to do this without using an app would be to have everyone have essentially speed chess timers next to them. And I thought, well, if, if I were to buy that game, it would now cost $70 to have, you know, eight speed timer, speed chess timers that you sit next to you or something like that. It would just be um, overly complicated and so bulky and, and everyone already has a phone in general. It's, it's a, it's a, Maybe a bad assumption, but <laughs> enough people that it it, it works and uh, it, it's it's right there and it can do so much more. So I yeah, it was a very practical decision at first. That said, how great to have like sound effects yeah. and how great to have fun graphics mm-hmm. and flashing lights and that that stuff adds a certain level of excitement, even though it might feel like eye candy. That's not fake. That's yeah. not that's not absolutely a, an unreal element. That even if it is something that sits outside of the game in some way it creates an experience that feels more immersive that feels more fun absolutely and that's what we're going for there's no rules on how you do fun <laughs> totally totally well yeah we had a blast playing the game and we definitely look forward to uh seeing you on kickstarter and um you know we'll definitely be back in that for sure um can you get let us know where uh, people can find out more about you and the and the game? Yeah, yeah. If you go to supernovasmash.com, you can get just a real brief rundown of the game. There's a one-minute video there that kind of shows you the, the look and feel of it. Uh, there's a page for the rules if you're one of those nerds. <laughs> um, but uh, And there's also a place to sign up for, for more information and hop on the mailing list or just uh, head straight to the Kickstarter page where... As of right now, and up until we launch, there's a, a, a button to click that you can get notified when mm-hmm. we go live. Uh, there's 
a real low committal way of, of just kind of following along right there. But uh, it's uh, it's all pretty bare bones and, and straightforward. Definitely don't want to take up any time. But if it's a game that people are interested in, uh, I, I do want to make it easy for them to be able to uh, find it and follow along and, and grab it when it's available. Awesome. Supernovasmash.com. Yeah. Kickstarter. That's right. Search Supernova mm-hmm. Smash. That'll do it. Instagram. Supernova Smash. Mm-hmm. Um, does that Facebook Supernova Smash okay. too? I, Supernova I, I, Smash I, I, everywhere. Yep. It, it it took me months to find a name that wasn't taking all over oh, the place. Yeah. It's incredible yeah. how many names are it, 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 every iteration of every cool thing I've ever thought of. I had a, a Google Doc going mm-hmm. with hundreds of ideas, and maybe five of them that weren't awful were were available. So uh, Supernova Smash was the one. SupernovaSmash.com was available. Yes, as weirdly enough, as, yeah. Nice. There's, there's Supernova Blast was taken. Oh, Supernova man. everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> whew, it was, it was, it was a challenge. But uh, yes, so Supernova Smash, and that is three words, by the way. Super space Nova space Smash. When it comes to uh, looking it up on any of these platforms, uh, we'll have more to be uh, showing and sharing soon. And once the Kickstarter goes live, I've got some plans for some little. Uh, goodies and mm-hmm. things to check out um uh, before before we go uh and the the game gets published and shipped uh there's there's gonna be things that people can can try out and play with before then to really get a sense of the game awesome awesome well yeah. i uh so we're recording for the first time in my new home and we're doing this <laughs> setup that we haven't tried before and turns out I've been sitting on my balls for this entire interview, and <laughs> my my stomach is hurting. Oh no! So I'm gonna. Uh, All right. So yeah, we're gonna. That, that, I'm gonna stretch my legs. That's a, a great segue. Bit, yeah, 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 that's a great yeah. way to end the interview. I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tom, thanks so much again for the whole experience, you getting the game, sending it to us, and talking with us, taking your evening and, and spending some time with us. Um, we'll talk more. Um, we'll, we're really looking forward to your, your Kickstarter. Best of luck to you. Um, that's great. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. Right, and that was our interview with Tom from Supernova Smash. My name is Mark Santa Steven, and I'm joined by David Lindsay. Hello. By now, you know us. Yes. You know us by our voices. You know us by our names. The number one podcast in board games, getting into games, the podcast. That's right. Uh, we had a great conversation with Tom. Yes. It was a very enjoyable as is the game itself. Yeah, we were, we really weren't sure how this interview process was going to go. We uh, had an idea. Oh, let's interview Tom. Let's talk about the game. We won't put any restraints on our time for it. Let's just see how it goes. We've never done an interview before. Have you ever yeah. done an interview before? I've never done any kind of interview. And then um, to work out all the challenges of the the technical aspect of trying to record remotely and stuff was um, interesting. was interesting, yeah. But it worked out. And, you know, honestly, we were having such a good conversation. I just wanted it to keep going. So we just let it go for as long as felt natural. And 
I really think that the focus of this episode should be on that conversation, but uh, we want to take some time here to do a little bit of our normal episode and talk about our experience playing the game. If that conversation was mostly focused around Tom and his experience designing, developing, uh, and his story of getting into games, um, we want you to understand what the game is and what it's like and hear hear about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so as we kind of mentioned before, it is a card game. Um, and, you know, you, you, you've picked up big bits and pieces as as we went through the interview process and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, essentially it's uh, um, a card game with six cards. You have zero through five. And the objective is to get as many zeros on your opponents as possible. I would say the objective is um, you want to get the highest score. So there's a couple ways that you can get the, a higher score for yourself and lower the scores of the opposing players. Right. And that's, that's where the cards come in, like you were saying. Um, if you add zeros to the cards in front of your opponents, that lowers their scores, but yours will ideally be higher. But ultimately, what's the best way to get the highest score? That's to win the race. Yeah, be the first to get rid of all your cards. The first one to get rid of their cards is the winner of the race. Supernova Smash is a th- themed around this high-energy, frantic-pace space race. Yes. You are racing through an explosive sci-fi supernova. There's explosions happening all around you. There's asteroids splitting apart, cracking against your, what do you, what do you call it? Do you call it a windshield in space? Um, no, there's no wind. <laughs> so it's, yeah, against your not, <laughs> your not windshield in space. Um, and uh, yeah, that that's the feeling. That's the that's that's what the theme is of the game, right? We're all racing. We're here to put our lives on the line in this high energy space race. First one to get through their cards, you're the one that wins the race. That's how you score the most points, right? But there are things that you can do to uh, enable that to happen better. Yeah, such as performing well in shockwaves. We'll talk about that in a second. And um, avoiding getting zeros in the deck in front of you. So talk right. about, um, talk about Dave, the, the card placement, playing cards. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, you're, you're basically putting the cards in consecutive order with the flipping numbers being five and zero. Right, that you're they wrap. You can, yeah, exactly. So you can go up or down, not unlike Uno in that respect, um, where you can, if you have a two, you can put a one on a two, or you can put a three on a two. It's crazy. Um, so it's crazy. Uh, so you go kind of back and forth, and that's where you're wanting to try and get those zeros on there. The zeros are the ones that give you minus points at the end of the game. That's damage right. that you've accrued. Exactly. So what that looks like is you're at a table. Let's say you've got four players. You've got a person to your right, a person to your left, and a person across from you. And in front of them, they have, at the start of the game, one card face up. Everybody can see it. Right. Like a starting deck of with one card. They have a deck. 
they have a deck to their side and a hand of cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a hand of cards. And they have one card face up in front of them. And that card um, is what you will use to play off of. So the person to your right might have a three. The person to your left might have a one. The person across from you might have a five. If you have a zero in your hand, at the beginning of the game, you might say, oh, I can play this zero on the person who has a five or the person who has a one. Right. That's how I'll start off. I'm going to immediately give them damage. Uh, and that's how that would be the beginning, your first play, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no, there's no turns in the game. Right. You're the, the, the game play a lot is led by the app that comes with the game. And so the app, uh, is basically on your phone sitting in front of you and it's going to inform whether you can play cards on your pile or not. Whether anybody could play cards on your pile, you or the opponents or not. Right. And so that kind of determines like the flow. So everybody can play all at the same time. Literally, you can play a card anytime. But you're restricted by who you can play those cards on. Or you're penalized if you don't read it properly. Right. In addition to, like, playing the cards as you're going along, um, which is getting very frantic because you're trying to keep away from those zeros, be the first one to get rid of your cards. Yeah, so... Protect your own pile, keeping it, like, right in the middle of the number range. Yeah, so this is... So, so far, you've got this high-energy moment of, I have these cards in my hand that I'm trying to get rid of, I'm going to put this three on this two in front of me to keep myself in the safe range away from the zeros. Oh, someone just put a four on me. I'm going to put a three back on it. Keep myself safe. Uh Oh, it's at a, it's at a five. Now that means anybody could play a one. Give me some damage. I'm going to try and put a four to dial it back. Oh, too slow. Someone hit me with a zero beforehand. Well, I don't have a one or a five, so I can't play anything on myself. Uh, So I need to look elsewhere as all of that's happening. You're looking at the person next to you and you're saying, okay, they're at a five. I'm going to drop my zeros on them, hit them with some damage. That's good. That's good for me. That's going to hurt them in the end. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you are you feel like you have a feel for the rhythm and flow of this game. And then what happens? Shockwave. Shockwave. And my favorite it's... transformer. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh they're mini games. It's not my favorite Transformer. I'm sorry. Soundwave is Good my favorite Transformer. That was a test, everybody. Shockwave is also cool. <laughs> Shockwave is cool. For screaming, no, it's Soundwave. <laughs> <laughs> it's Soundwave. Back to Supernova Smash. Back to Shockwaves. So Shockwaves are a mini game that pops up in the app right in kind of the middle of all the action. It screams at you. And you pick up your phone, and it's <clears throat> kind of um, like gyro-based mini games where you're moving your phone around, and it's uh, whether that's doing you a might be task. swinging it quickly across in front of you, yeah, or trying to hit certain targets, and so you're you're aiming you're, it, yeah, kind of holding it up and trying to hit these targets, which uh, led to some interesting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're you're like in the middle of you're playing these cards and all of a sudden you're, there's this alert that happens on your phone and you're like, oh, what's going on? You look down at it. And if it's your first time playing the game and you've not seen these shockwaves before, 
you're like, what on earth is going on? Right. Like, how how am I supposed what to do this? What am I supposed to do right now? So the first time we played it, it was just me and you. Um, and that was probably a good moment for us to just, like, sit down and figure out what the game plays like. Right. Uh, it, but it was also very fun then to introduce people to the game later, knowing that that was going to happen and they were going to have no idea what's going exactly. on. Exactly. So we definitely had the leg up in, in terms oh, of yeah. not only knowing that it was going to happen, but also know like how to play the mini game. Yes. Um, so yes. yeah, a little bit of a advantage there. Yes. But uh, everyone figured it out and you figure it out in the moment. Um, so yeah, so it's, the mini game will pop up. You'll have to lift your phone up off the table and start doing some crazy thing to whether that's swinging it across to hit these these points or aim it and you could be literally spinning in circles trying to find the spots to aim the phone at yeah in order to our one of our players in our group um you know it it was interesting because again you're racing you're trying to get through this as quick as possible so your the objective is to complete the mini game in the quickest time because then you can go back to putting cards down so you can go back to putting cards down before anybody else gets a chance to in order to win the race yeah so uh you're doing all this and then uh one of our players like was having difficulty trying to figure out one of these points to reach (laughs) just kind of like looking around the whole room so all the rest of us are like like, slamming cards down on each other and he's like i can't find it (laughs) like just like facing a wall at one point like (laughs) phone aimed at the wall like trying to find this point so uh yeah the the shockwaves definitely added interesting element and uh they were a lot of fun and it breaks up the because the the car putting down the cards is so frantic that like once the shockwave comes along, it's just like gives you the opportunity to like not have to think about the cards. putting the cards down, and almost gives your mind a little break for a second um, before you have to go back to like figuring out how you're gonna put those cards down. Unless it's your first time, and then you're like, "What am I supposed to do?" Right. That's <laughs> just confusion everywhere. Um, it's a great, it's a great moment. Uh, I think it was extremely satisfying introducing it to people and being like look just follow along you'll figure it out exactly the core mechanic of the game of i have this hand of cards i'm playing this cards in the order of the numbers is remarkably simple and also just play whenever yeah remarkably simple like you can look across the table any number that you can play any card on you can just play it immediately. Yeah. It's a very easy concept to pick up on. Um, you know, you, you can get the idea in minutes. Yeah. And then even like the mini games, even if you don't know about the mini games, if no one explains that to you ahead of time, you again, like you pick it up instantly as soon as you as soon as it comes up, you're like, oh, what? And like, you but know, it, it just instructs you what to do. So it totally matches the energy. It's it shakes things up just enough. Not too much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And what's great is the app keeps score for you. Yes, because you do this over a couple of laps. Yeah, and then so the really the only thing that you have to do manually as part of the scorekeeping is just say how many zeros you had in your pile. Yep. Uh, and the rest it all, uh, because you say when you're complete. So like once you put down your last card, you inform, you like tap on the app that you finished. Yes. And so... That's exactly it. So you once you've gotten through, and you can draw, you're literally, everything that you can do with the cards you're doing at your own pace whenever you want. 
Right. You're playing all of your cards, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap, I only have one. You're like, you have one card in your hand, and you're looking at the table, and you're like, oh, I don't have anywhere to play this card. I don't have anywhere to play this card. And then you're like, oh, I can draw the cards from my deck whenever I want. Right. I'm going to draw four <laughs> cards right now yeah. and then play them right now. Uh, it's it's all at your own pace. Right. It's, and you will always be forgetting one or the other. Oh, yeah. I mean, to your own detriment, it's at your own pace. Like, yeah. Because yeah. You're, you're just... You know, you forget that you can grab those cards, and so you're just kind of like sitting there, like almost like frozen, trying to decide what to do. You can always <laughs> have the same amount of cards in your hand, and you can always play those cards in any order at any time, and then you're always going to be forgetting to do one of those things. Yeah, you can play a card and draw a card instantly if you wanted to. If you wanted to. Um, so, yeah, it was a uh, yeah, interesting, interesting experience and uh, very enjoyable. Couple of the issues that we ran into were technical issues, uh, and this is the nature of it being an app-based game that we got early. Yes, before it's completed, um, we definitely had some issues getting everybody into the same lobby. Yeah, I mean, one thing to think about is like this is literally connecting all your phones, regardless of uh, make of the phone. Yes. So if you're on, we had uh, Android. Yeah, Android or Apple devices, you can um, connect them together through through the app. Um, so I mean, it's that, an that equal takes a lot opportunity of work. An, smartphone yeah, an easy thing to do. Equal opportunity smartphone game. Exactly. No, no exclusions. Yeah. Green bubbles, blue bubbles. Yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, and 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 we got connected. But yes. there was there was a little bit of less like, oh, uh, hey, we've got everybody in but one person. They can't seem to make it in. They're going to, you know, quit the app and restart, try again, try right. to reconnect. Uh, some of that was happening for a little while. And then there were, I think, a couple of moments where some of the shockwaves um, glitched out a little bit mm. in the sense that one person was, like, unable to complete an objective in a shockwave. And right. then everybody else finished the game. Some some things like that. Um, as it turns out, we've all noticed since we'd played that, the game that time, I've had people saying, literally texting me, being like, I'm constantly getting updates for this game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to know Which is a good sign. Tom's constantly working on it and, yes. and uh, improving all that stuff. Uh, as we talked about in uh, the interview, you know, it's, it's a work in progress and... Um, you know, there's always bugs to figure out and it's a lot cause he's doing pretty much the entire thing by himself. Yes. So yes, it's, it's he's a doing pretty it impressive by feat. Uh, and it totally works. Yes. Totally works. Even in this early stage, it was totally playable. We played it with, uh, small groups, big groups. We got it all working, uh, a couple technical hitches here and there. Um, and since then he said, not in our interview at the last couple minutes as we're like wrapping up our conversation, talking to him a little bit. Um, he said that he's got a pretty much working 100% yeah. on all devices. Right. Yeah. At yeah. this point. Well, one thing uh, I think we need to mention is how amazing the cards look. The card design is so good. Yes. I, I don't think we mentioned that earlier and it was a missed opportunity because those cards look awesome the design is great the, so simple but it just 
feels great. It's just a great look and works so well, like with the the look of the app and the design for the logo and and all the stuff and you know all of it works really well together. It's it's got a really cool like you know sci-fi cyberpunk like totally aesthetic to totally, it. Totally, totally. Uh, small box. Yeah, just a small box full of cards. Yeah, very very easy, very portable. The kind of thing that you could take around, find a group, download the app, and then and have you're a crazy you're crazy in. time together. Yeah, high energy, very unique gameplay. Uh, great look, great theme. Uh, the the music. Talk to me about the music. Oh yeah, the music is uh, is great, and we talked a little bit about that in the interview. And I liked his idea of playing it through a speaker. To really get the full effect. So, Everybody commented on the music. That yes. The music was good. Yes. It is good. It was definitely a, a crowd pleaser. So, um, which Sound is effects important because like if, you're, if you're working with something with an app and it's, um, you know, being that we talked about, like, you know, when you're playing tabletop games, a lot of it is to kind of get away from technology and to kind of experience this, like more of a bonding um, scenario with people because uh, a lot of, times when you're on a, a device electronic devices it's it's more seclusive you're you know you're by yourself you're isolated um and so when you're bringing an app into that scenario like you know you don't want something that's going to be like abrasive or annoying or anything like that and i think the not the, the music added to the atmosphere and made it like more enjoyable mm-hmm. and um and i think the app does what it needs to do it's not intrusive and it blends into the gameplay it's it perfectly matches the gameplay you're you're going you're equally equal parts going between these cards and the shock waves and trying to finish quickly and it's calculating the points for you yeah it takes a lot of the headache out of it um and it's still communal and i think that's that's what you're looking for oh you're still screaming at each other you're like no 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 you can't play that here you can't play that on me right my thing says hold my thing says stop uh and then you're they got to take their thing back and um you know you're paying attention to that. You're paying attention to them, and you're you're reaching across each other. You're slapping each other's hands, and you're making messes of piles. Or you're like my wife next to you, who nobody played any cards on her the entire game. So <laughs> she had the location advantage. Being so at the, there's six of us playing the game, the and the everyone else is you know playing uh, cards all over the place and. And at the end of the round, she's like, yeah, no one played any cards on me. I have zero, <laughs> zero cards, so I didn't take well, any Next damage. time we play, I know who, who to go after. <laughs> exactly, then. exactly. Uh, well, that's, I think, going to wrap up the episode here. But, uh, yeah, everybody should go to Super Smash. Yes. Sorry. So you it's should. Not, not Super. <laughs> Super Smash. Supernovasmash.com. Supernova Smash. It's. It's three words. Yes. Which I learned. Yeah. And just now. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you go to kickstarter.com and you search super Nova smash, you can get notified whenever the Kickstarter goes live. Yeah. And there's a link on the website. So if you go to the website and you get the good feel of the aesthetic, just by going to the website, it's a beautiful website. Supernovasmash.com is a good website. It's very cool. And it works really well on mobile. And I hope everyone enjoyed the interview. And if you have uh, 
anything to say, any feedback, or uh, want to know, you want to hear more of these interviews, let us know at deadbirdrip at gmail.com. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. You can also check us out on the website, deadbird.rip. Deadbird.rip. Please follow us on Instagram, deadbirdrip on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Getting Into Games. Bye.